people of Payne County and the universe. Welcome back to another incredibly awesome, super productive, efficient, never boring episode. Radio podcast of Pastors of Pain. Uh, where were you last week? Explain oh. your abstinence. <laughs> My abstinence? Your, your absence. <laughs> We were just joking before we went on the air. Where were where were you? Have you ever seen that card where it says like celebrate on the outside and inside it's a bunch of monks and it was like we misspelled celibate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Explain your absence. I mean absence. I was here and you weren't here. Okay, well oh. um, well wow, you just jumped right on this. There were by tears. the way, there by were... the way, if you don't know who this other voice is, this is Father Brian O'Brien. Hey. The pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church. I was here last week. Cricket, Where were <laughs> cricket, long silence. We did, we Woo. did. Uh, wow, Father Father Robert uh, jumped in and uh, was a a worthy a worthy pinch hitter. Well, it got warm in here all of a sudden. On the subject <laughs> of uh, Christmas and the sacraments, and anyway, it was quite good. It was quite good. Okay, quite good. But what 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 are you doing? Where Why are you were turning you? up the heat on me, bro? Where were you? <laughs> you coming at me? Okay. Well, anywho, Cause it's because so, it's because it's snowing. So, <laughs> and I'm in camouflage from duck hunting. Okay. So, uh, this is uh, okay. I have to I have to explain myself. I was for the last last uh, two weeks, I've been on the road. I was on my six day silent retreat, which we've spoken about, which yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Incredible. Encourage everybody. Take everybody some silent to go time. On a six day Car- silent retreat with Father Kerry and talk to him the whole time. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, so one, six day silent retreat. Incredible. Then Christmas break, of which I was out uh, helping at St. Anne's when the Tulsa World put 11.30 mass on oh, Christmas yeah. Day in the newspaper. You had an impromptu <laughs> Christmas mass. So 45 people showed up at St. Anne's, including myself and my family, uh, for Christmas mass. So that was, uh, and then Father Matt uh, Garlock just let me have the mass. Then after that, I went to the Student Leadership Summit in Phoenix, Arizona. That is uh, these. We take all of our student leaders. How many anybody, people? How many people? I, took, I, th- I, I said was, I said eight thousand. Uh, there were there were nine about nine thousand in attendance. Ooh, wow! Yeah, nine thousand in attendance. That included college students. But this this is a small conference. The big conference is about seventeen to twenty thousand, and that's usually all college students. Nine thousand small. Yeah, yeah. So the next next year uh, during Christmas break, it'll be the Focus Seek Conference. Which is after that line from John's Gospel? And it's in St. Louis. What, yeah. Whom? What do you seek? That's drivable. Says, That's yeah, drivable. It is just right up the road. So this was the Student Leadership Summit, which is kind of has two components to it. It has parishes who they bring their their, their I'm adult in a leaders. Parish. <laughs> You're a parish. So there were people from Christ the King in Tulsa. What? Yes. Uh, they said they didn't want to be around people from uh, St. Francis Xavier. They can't handle, Oklahoma. They can't handle they the can't, holiness. The saintliness. Uh, and then the the big majority of it was college students who are in leadership or we want them to start leading Bible studies or small faith groups. Outstanding. So we took, uh, I think there was 40 from OSU, but it, it's always, last year at the C conference, we took 158, 161, somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> so well, a big chunk of students last year. This year? Kind of small, um, but intentionally that that size to just help them grow in holiness, to shape them, uh, to get them experience of doing leadership. So each day it was cool. You would go to a talk. You would ha- you're in groups of six or eight students, and you're matched up with students from around the country. 
So you go to a talk. And then after you go to that talk on like leading a small group, uh, Lexio Divina, uh, you know, uh, I forget what the other ones were. You would come back and then you would teach that. Oh, is that right? You teach oh. that to the people in your group. That's the best. And that's actually the best way to learn. There's a lot of uh, psychology about the best way to learn something is to teach it to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Right. So you were teaching, you were sharing your faith with your friends around you, That's and amazing. and how how the the good God was working in your life that day. So it was really beautiful to watch it all all go on. So then uh, came back and now from you're that. Back. Yeah, and then I took five days of needed vacation and slept for one day. I slept thirteen hours. That's slothful. I'm not sure that was slothful. The day before I got four hours of sleep, and the day before that was five. Uh, it, it, you know, one, one of the great things about the, these student leadership conferences is people just show up and they're like, hi, you're a priest. Can I talk to you? And so college students. Oh, just, yeah. And I heard that. Yeah. Lots of confessions. Oh, and, yeah. On one occasion, I sat down in a chair. Uh, this was that my, was your first mistake. First mistake. <laughs> you should never sit down. I, I sat down in a chair and then a line of students started forming to go to confession. So then you're there like an hour and a half, two hours. And whatever you're That's supposed to funny. go to, which was lunch or meeting, just got canceled. So it was great. Wow. So that uh, that explains my absence. All right, fine. Uh, okay, so can you take that? Fine. So now. Fine. Gosh. Okay, so school starts Monday. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, there are some students. Uh, yeah, they're sort of trickling in. I was at Walmart last night. Uh, I saw many students with their parents. Ooh. You could tell like their mom or dad was like pushing the shopping cart. And I was mm-hmm. like, this mm-hmm. kid is about to get a load of get stuff. Get a load of stuff for free. Yeah, it's a it's a good weekend. There's students trickling in. Ray Grellner and Chet Beseda's wedding Boom. Saturday. Boom. Yeah, they got in the pitched. snow. Yeah, in the snow. Uh they uh they got married at you know at your church at St. Francis Xavier, seven eleven North every, Country. It's everyone's church. It's everyone's church. <laughs> except except those kids who you don't want to get married. Because Chet is uh Chet's grandparents are parishioners. Oh the Zolidex. Yeah, yeah. And Ray Grellner's from so Okarchi. And yeah. then they're, they're, those two right there. I mean, there's a, there was a ton of students that came in for this wedding because they are focused missionaries out in Tennessee. Uh, they are uh, alums of OSU. One was a Pi Phi. One was a, uh, a Beta. Oh, so there's like all these people, di- all these worlds coming together. So there's going to be a lot, a lot of good. Bring it. A uh, lot of good coming out of that. A lot of good this past yeah. weekend. Yeah. Um, all right. So with school starting. Uh, we thought it would be a worthy topic uh, to help people. Uh, we hear this a lot, and that is students have, uh, and this is also true of adults, by the way, but but specifically for students, you have a good thing going, right? You got good habits, mm-hmm. you got a good prayer life, and then the break. The break comes, and everything blows up. You have to go home. You fall back into your childish and teenagery <laughs> ways. You run back with with uh, your old friends who maybe are not uh, seeking virtue uh, as you are, and you stay up too late and you don't wake <laughs> up early. Am I? Is this? Is this? Yeah. Am I hitting all the notes here? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, you watch too much TV. You play too many video games. Um, binge watching, binge watch things that aren't good for you. 
You eat terribly. What else? What other? Oh uh-huh. well, it's just it's. And now, and now you, and now, now you're back. Yeah. Yay. And so we wanted just to help you uh, get back in the swing of things. Uh-huh. Father Carey, tell them how to do that what? in three easy steps. In three easy steps. Okay, you ready? Go. One, make a schedule. Two, plan your life. Oh. And three, be organized. Oh, I think those are all three the same thing. I things. thought you were going to say go to confession. <laughs> no, those are all synonyms of oh, each other. That's true. <laughs> I mean, okay, so make a, would you say make a schedule? Yeah, you, you know, most, most students, when you come back from school, okay, so I took my six-day silent retreat, yeah. and I built a schedule into it. And then when I got back from my retreat, it's like chaos for two weeks. Yeah. And you, so, you, yeah, just going this way, doing that, people calling up, things that you're not used to doing. Where you have to catch up on things. Yeah, you come back from break, and you got emails or phone calls or yep. text messages or yep. your Snapchat streak to get back on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, is that, I was just reading your mind. <laughs> okay. So oh, I, I think the best thing we can do, uh, both as myself as a priest and as a college student and as just an adult, is like, as you're getting back on this, make start making a schedule and a routine. Yes. Put it put it back all together. And, you, and, and I would say, like, look, make it. We're like we we t- we were talking last week about like the the incarnation, right? Put it put a, a physical. Don't just have it in your mind. Like write write it down. Mm-hmm. Put it on paper. Put it on your whiteboard in your room. Um, put it down tangibly, so that it's a it's available. And then you're then you're more accountable to it. Okay, if so you so put it co- down on paper. Exactly. So a couple things like this coming uh, this coming week is Welcome Back Week at St. John. Ooh, so it's a great opportunity that. to get back involved, in, not only in the community, but in your faith life. So every day of the week, like Monday, I think there's a national championship game being played. Uh, on Monday night. Well, who do you think is going to win, yeah. Father O'Brien? I think LSU will win. LSU? LSU against Clemson. You know what? There's a couple of things I don't like about LSU football. You want to know Their the coach's number... voice? You know what? No, no, none of that. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, the, the one Actually, thing I really I, like him. He's the one thing I don't like about what? them is that their quarterback murders people on national television. Yeah. <laughs> we were watching. We were. When was. Oh, we were watching the semifinal game. And I was on looking on Twitter, and there was somebody who said, like, I don't think Joe Burrow is a very good person. He's, he's murdering OU on national television. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple things going on. One, there's a national football, the national championship game. So you're having on. a little, so we're having a little, a little party, a little some gathering. cinnamon rolls, some chili, some just good time because it's going to be cold on Monday. And then Tuesday is our annual. You ready? Is our annual indoor dodgeball tournament. It's so much fun. We play in the parish hall. Really? Yes. You know that giant accordion wall. We just line up dodgeballs. Aren't and then, there like things hanging on your wall? Uh huh. But I tell the students, don't hit Jesus on the wall, and they don't. Don't hit the lights. You hit Jesus, they you're out. You're out automatically. It's like it's like ball being caught. Wednesday is the candle mass at 9 p.m. and then we're having Brinner. That's the usual. Yeah, the breakfast usual. for dinner. 9 p.m. Not in the evening. What? What'd you call it? Uh, Brinner breakfast for dinner. That's weird. And then uh, Thursday night is um, different events with guys and girls. We're gonna have uh, mass in the evening at 5 p.m. and then we're gonna just cook out a bunch of meat. And the girls are gonna do something. I forget what they do. Females in things and art. Uh, and then Friday is a movie wait, night. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> they, they titled it like, they call it Meat, Men Eating Animals Together and Fiat. 
females into art <laughs> and things. Eating animals, animals and, and animals together. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday night is our annual bonfire at the Smith place. And then back again for um, Sunday mass and student dinner. So that's okay. So the, one, that's a good way to how to get plugged back in to your faith community at St. John. One, A. Also, two, B. <laughs> if, you, if you haven't been going to church since you came to school, or maybe like your junior year, you just like woke up at Christmas and was like, you know what? I love Jesus. And I want to get more involved in my faith life. This is the opportunity to do that. You can just get reconnected back to the community. And there's all these events going on throughout. What uh, if you're new? I bet there's some new people. If there's new, right? just stop on by. People who transferred in to yeah. OSU. Uh-huh. That happens every I know semester. There's some st- I know. Uh, I just saw the other day there's some uh, like student athletes who are like graduated high school early and now are Whoa, really? they're here to, mostly here to play football. Oh, okay. That was smart of them. They should just show up. Yeah, come on over. Just what's walk your, in the front What's your address? Oh, uh, 711 North Country that's, Club? No, that's my address. Uh, that's where we live. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, 201 what? North Knobloch? Nice. Oh, yeah, right yeah. on the corner, right there yeah. next to the... In the right, by the, right by the stadium. Yeah, the stadium is right currently... Right by the Indian food truck. <gasps> right by the apartments. Oh. Right by the garage. Yeah, right so... Right by... So there's a, this is the way right you can... Right by that parking lot. Oh, where the old houses used to be? <laughs> oh, that one. <laughs> this is one way, boom, you can get back involved in your faith life uh, and, and get in, in connected with the community. So two is like a faith schedule. So you got like, Ooh, here's, a, here's a first that's week a schedule. Faith schedule. A faith schedule is like, what are you going to do to grow in your relationship? Ah, there with it Jesus? is. Okay. What are you going to do to grow in your relationship with Jesus this year? So every, what would that look like if you were, uh, if you were a, an average okay. college student? So one... Uh, for a bunch of dudes, we're starting the Exodus 90 yeah. this, this coming week. Yep. So this Sunday night, I got all the leaders getting together, and we're just going to sit down, and we're going to powwow about how we're going to run this Exodus 90. So Sunday night, uh, we we just sat down and just like, okay, this is what this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to help guys grow in, their, in the life of holiness and virtue and temperance and chastity and, and just live good, Boom. saintly lives. Because Boom. I— as, as I over the break, I, I kind of been thinking about this, and then I got it kind of on my retreat and just watching students. You know, we're waiting. Most people are waiting for some boom, big phenomenon to happen. Yeah. Like they're waiting the sun to dance through the sky. They're waiting for some like like Jesus to like you know slap them across the face or like the Holy Spirit to come down upon them in fire. But one of the that that does happen. All that happens. But that's not the norm. It, what's yeah, the, look what, at the saints. Look at, I mean, uh, there are, if you read the scriptures, I mean, there, there are some amazing things have happened to people that are, that are supernatural and extraordinary. But that didn't happen to everybody. But that is not, that is not the norm that's and, the, sh- and should not be expected. Well, so I'll start going to church yeah. when God appears to me in a dream and tells One in me a to million. take my family and go to Egypt. Like, One no, in a million. no, that happens. Yeah. One in even, a million. Not even. One in a million. So you're saying there's a chance? So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, that's the one in the million. Okay, so if we start like looking at our lives like this, what we're doing for Exodus 90, uh, that anybody can do as part of their faith life through this this next 90 days 
ending on Easter Sunday is learn how to grow in daily holiness. Because the good God, you know, the beginning of the catechism says this. It says, God, infinitely perfect and blessed in himself in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man and woman to share in his own blessed life. And at all times, God is drawing close to man and woman to seek him, to know him, and to love him with all his strength. Okay? So at every moment and at every second and at every hour, God is drawing close to us to speak to us, to show the Holy Trinity, reveal the Holy Trinity, just like on Baptism Sunday, uh, to us. But we're looking for big events. And it's like, well, what about the little moments? So that's one of the great things about Exodus 90 is that, you know, we do it in a little different way is to stop each day and examine your day and say, where has the good God been working in my life? Okay. Where, where's the Lord been doing? Where, how is the Lord moving in my life? And so at every second, like right now as I'm talking to you, the Lord is here. What are yeah. the, what are the uh, for a college, this is true of college students, but also of, a, of every, what are, what are like the non-negotiables of, of the spiritual life? The non-negotiable. Like, so I mean, so someone would be like, "Oh man, I don't think I can do Exodus 90, or I don't mm-hmm. like I don't. Uh, I'm just hearing about it. I don't have time. I, you know, there's there are all kinds of what's like baseline. You you just gotta. Okay, so one of the things that we do because we adapt it for college life is you have to get up at 7 a.m. and you have to get up when your alarm clock gets uh, rings and you have to get out of bed and you pray the Our Father. Oh. That's a non-negotiable. Oh, and the, and the reason why it's a non-negotiable to set again, we're talking about how to put your life back in action, is that <laughs> if you begin your day with saying, "I'm gonna be a lazy bum and just lay around and do nothing," then it sets the mood for the rest of the day True. of like, "Okay, I'm gonna procrastinate the very first second of my day." So what you're gonna do is you're gonna have to procrastinate the rest of the day. Well, and what happens, I think, a lot of times, people is you. You go, like maybe you have a lot to do, and and you're tired. It's the night before, yeah. and so then we say to ourselves, "Okay, I'm gonna. I can't finish this tonight, or I don't want to finish this tonight. I want to go play video games, or I want to go out, or all right. But I'm gonna. But I'm gonna wake wake up super early tomorrow uh-huh. and like get this done. But then, it's not like waking up when you're really tired is a, is an easy thing to do. So it's this, we kind of, we push our responsibilities back and back and back until many times we're backed against the wall. Right. And we have to basically, you know, and a lot of times, either with our prayer life, it goes away Mm -hmm. or it's rushed or we have some paper due and it's, you know, we procrastinate it and it ends up being terrible. Right. So we... So get out of bed. The non-negotiables. Get out of bed. And everybody's supposed to sleep seven to eight hours a night. And that's hard. Yeah. So n- another non-negotiable. It's really not though if you're disciplined. If you're not, if you're disciplined, it's good. Yeah. Well, B- what does that do for uh, for each person? Is it allows them rest of mind, rest of soul, rest of body. Uh, so ne- non-negotiables. Seven a.m. Got to pray the Our Father when you get out. You got to have seven hours of sleep. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. You have to take four minute long lukewarm showers. Four minute long. This is in Exodus ninety. Well, in Exodus ninety, it's cold showers. Oh, but I was thinking like, yeah, like, I mean, ours are four like, minute, four minute long lukewarm showers. That's who, all you get each who? day. All the guys in Exodus ninety. Oh, but what about like uh, uh, normal? I mean, normal Exodus ninety people like, like battle through cold showers. We don't do that stuff. Yeah. Then you're not allowed to 
watch TV alone or surf the internet uh, or watch sports alone. You're not allowed to watch movies alone. Because what happens is, is people force oh, themselves yeah. into isolation yeah. and they do all this stuff. And, and what happens? Life is going on out here. So what we're doing is we're teaching them, uh, first of all, how to like be prudent, make good decisions, get up and set a plan in life. Then like how to fast and do some penance. Three, how to build community. And then once you do that, once you get sort of like the base structure together, we also added to that is we have spiritual reading everybody's doing. So we're reading the gospel of Mark this year. So we're going to, all the guys are going to read a chapter of Mark a day or a section of Mark, whatever their group decides. And then we're going to have some spiritual reading and faith formation reading to uh, um, go with that. And then we have all these like optional things that they can do. Like um, they can go to mass more than one day a week. Uh, they're, they can uh, do service to the poor. There it is, yeah. There's all these other optional things that they can do once you start building up this life of virtue, which grace builds upon nature. So we have the life of virtue and then the house built upon the rock. You know, as Jesus says, if your house is built upon sand, the storms will come, the water will rise, and the house will all fall down. But if your house is built solidly on rock, so some of the rock that we're using is that foundation is the life of virtue, the life of, of temperance, the life of prudence, uh, and the life of prayer, so to deepen the relationship with Jesus. Um, what about Sunday Mass? What about Sunday Mass? Go! How about that? Go. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go. Well, so I think, cause, I mean, because you, I know you run into this. I certainly run into this. I, I, I think there's a sense, I mean, we're talking to Catholics here. Like, if you're not going to Sunday Mass, like, it's not that everything else doesn't matter, but like, uh-huh. that's like the the most basic thing. Yeah, the first commandment. Right. A student came up to me at SLS. I have no idea who this student was. And they said, and I quote, Hey, Father, uh, I just want to make sure I, 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 um, I got this. I, I just heard that missing church on Sunday is a mortal sin. Yes. And, and so I, I paused and I said, where did you just hear that? And well, they said, why they said it was just in a talk. And I said, have you ever heard that before? And they said, not really. Well, they obviously didn't listen to our podcast on that subject. So, here you go. One of the things we have to do is is put structure back in our lives and, and make it to Sunday Mass. Go to, go to so church. So, at the Sunday. very least, I mean, at the very least, mm-hmm. that's like basic minimum. Now, the exceptions to that would be you're, you're ill. I had somebody that I'm, I'm so sorry, Miss Mass. I had a baby. All right, you're okay. Like you, had a, <laughs> you gave birth to a child. You know, okay. I had the flu. Um, it, should I come to church on Sunday? Yeah. So there are reasons you can you can miss, but 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 studying is not one of them. Working is not one of them. Unless you're um, a cop or a firefighter in the military. But then but then we also there, there we offer yeah. There's, there's Saturday night of, mass or Sunday morning mass. You can drive, you know, options um, available. So I think I mean for so for college students listening and and others like that's a basic like. You got to be there mm-hmm. every Sunday, and then out of that, you're you're you have you have the opportunity to go to confession. Out of that, you start to get plugged into what's going on. You're meeting people. Um, you're you know you're seeing the you know you're hearing kind of what's going on. You grab a, a church bulletin. You sign up for the Catholic Pope's Twitter. You 
you start to then plug in, and then out of that, you start to right to 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 get more involved. But that but that's a basic thing, and I know I see it with 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 parents all the time. Who I'll be critical here for a minute, like they they sort of lament, like, well, my teenager, you know, doesn't doesn't like to go to mass or doesn't think mass is important. Well, one of the reasons that they don't think it's important is because you don't think it's important, because. All through when they were eight and ten and twelve, you rarely went to mass, Yelzes. or you went on vacation and didn't go, and didn't find a church to go to mass. So I mean the 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 meta message underneath Ooh. all of that to your kid, you were saying to your kid, even though you didn't say, "Son, church is not important." <laughs> what you were saying was, "Son, church is not important." Um, so Actions I think, speak louder than words. Is so that what for you're a, but for a college student, I think t- specifically, it's it's. You need God in your life, maybe at this point more than any other. I mean, as a college student, the temptations coming at you, the I mean, the kind of the culture that that can oftentimes be plentiful on campus, mm-hmm. in fraternities and sororities, in the dorm, on your team, um, it, it it can oftentimes be very bad for you. Yeah, um, you can okay. get caught up in the culture, and anyway, so I think just that basic of of if it's been a while. Then just come. So somebody comes to mass uh, uh, Sunday uh, at at St. John's. What what time are masses? Uh, masses are uh, ten a.m. and five p.m. And with what? confessions with confessions Ooh. of a an hour before every mass. Okay, good. Okay, what so, are they going to find when they get there? So this, uh, uh, I'm going to give them this, and this is what I think. I spend a lot of time he's, on break. He's holding his. Somewhere. I'm holding my little. Is that a new? No, is yeah, I just new? picked this up. You got that for Christmas? No, no, you? I. I um, I didn't get this. He has like this leather. Book. Okay. This is what I'm going to leave you all with on this podcast today. Oh. Okay. There was this reading a couple days Pretty ago. Cool. Land the plane. Here this we is go. From a couple days ago from the first, for the first reading at mass. And I was uh, sitting on my vacation in Colorado in the mountains, just like staring at the oh. mountains, just watching the beauty of it. I, that came upon this line from 1 John 4, verse 17. 1 John 4, verse 17. Because as he is... We are in the world. It, because as he is, we are in the world. Okay, so this whole reading from First John is about the human being taking on the divine life of Jesus Christ. Mm. And of all the stuff we could talk about, this is the key important thing. That our Christian lives are not meant to just be like, go about doing whatever the heck we want. That God really wants to divinize the human person. The the kittens, the puppy dogs, the trees, the stars, the angels, none of them can have what we have the ability to receive. So when we put these like our life back in order, our you know, a schedule in our life, as we we launch ourselves towards holiness, as we launch ourselves towards a life of virtue, that you know, these things that are going on on campus, we look at them and say, No, 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 I don't want that because I want to become as he is so that as I live in the world, I am the very living sight of God. That when people look around a college campus or look around a town, mm. they don't look at me over there and say, oh, well, that, that's just, just a regular old guy, a regular old girl, or just a regular old 18-year-old. They look over there and they say, that's Jesus. And that's the beauty of these uh, of his church, one holy Catholic and apostolic. This is the beauty 
of the sacraments of why we have the Eucharist, why we have the sacrament of confession, you know, baptism of the Lord, why we have that great gift of baptism that we don't say to our kids, hey, you don't get our name, you don't get, our, don't get to stay in our house, you don't get insurance uh, when you're a member of our family. Yeah, you get everything, you, even including you get baptism in the divine life. Ooh. So these kids, when, they, when these young people, when these college students show up at St. John, you know, there's, there's mass, there's sacrament of, uh, of baptism at Easter and the sacraments that go with it. There's a, you know 220 students in Bible studies. There's Sunday night dinners. There's donuts after morning mass. There's, mm, uh, there's donuts. evening ca- yeah, donuts. No sprinkles. We don't do sprinkles in our place. Uh, there's all of these things. Weak. You know, like we're going to Ireland for this pilgrimage. There's mm-hmm. three mission trips, yeah, mission trips this, and- this year with the whole purpose so that these young people can become as Jesus is, because as he is, comma, we are in the world. Wow. We are, we are the, you know, God gives us his divine life. He shares his image and likeness with us because he wants us in this world to share the good news of his son Jesus with our culture, but also, also, not but, also become dwelling places of divinity. That, I mean, that's why the church and exists on the that. corner of Miller and Knobloch. That's and why the church... The, we do that, I mean, in the, by, in, in the very practical sense, by get, setting a schedule, getting out of bed, coming to Mass as often as humanly possible. Amen, Celebrating, brother. staying close to the Lord in the sacraments, uh, having a prayer life, starting yes. a prayer life if you don't have one, reading spiritual good books. Mm-hmm. All right, that's good. That's good. Come so, on. So basically, Let's get off, this. get off your butt, Paint County, because <laughs> it's 2020, and uh, the Lord wants you in His house. So we're gonna sign off right now. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Send us some money. God Pray bless for us. you. Bye.